Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. The company itself doesn't need to look at the review to affirm that they are what they are, but the company needs the review to affirm to other people that they are what they are. Amen? A product isn't dependent on its views in order to be affirmed, but the review is essential for those who have not yet been introduced to that product. And in the same manner, Jesus doesn't need us to testify about him to affirm that he is who he says he is, but rather it is for those who do not know him. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now here is today's message. I don't believe that you're here by accident, nor do I believe that you're here by coincidence. But I believe that the Lord has led you here because he has something special in store just for you. And I'm telling you something, you do not want to miss it. Amen. Well, as you know, we are currently in a series right now. Uh, We're walking through the uh, entire walking through the word and we're doing a Bible commentary slash teaching style um, through the book of John. Amen. And this is part eight Rather, this is part nine of this series. And if you haven't already done so, I definitely encourage you to go back and watch the previous um, uh, episodes of this series. Uh, they, they have truly been a blessing, and I believe that you can get a lot from it. Amen. So, of course, we are going to continue right where we left off. We are still in John chapter five, and um, we're not going to prolong any time. We, we're going to pick right back up where we left off at verse 31. And again, we're going to be reading from the New Living Translation um, Bible. So let's not prolong prolong this, but let's get right into the word. Amen. So this is John chapter five, verse 31, and it reads as follows. If I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony would not be valid. But someone else is also testifying about me. And I assure you that everything he says about me is true. In fact, you sent investigators to listen to John the Baptist and his testimony about me was true. Of course, I have no need of human witnesses, but I say these things so that you might be saved. John was like a burning and shining lamp and you were excited for a while about his message. But I have a greater witness than John, my teachings and my miracles. The father gave me these works to accomplish and they proved that he sent me and the father who sent me has testified about me himself. You have never rather you have never heard his voice or seen him face to face and you do not have his message in your hearts because you do not believe me. The one he sent to you. You search the scriptures because you think that they give you eternal life. But the scriptures point to me. Yet you refuse to come to me and receive this life. Your approval means nothing to me because I don't rather your approval means nothing to me because I know you don't have God's love within you. For I have come to you in my father's name and you have rejected me. Yet if others come to you in their own name, you gladly you gladly welcome them. No wonder you can't believe for you gladly honor each other. But you don't care about the honor that comes from the one who is alone. God, yet it isn't I who will accuse you before the father. Moses will accuse you. Yes, Moses, in whom you put your hopes. If you believe Moses, you will believe me because he wrote about me. But since you don't believe what he wrote, how will you believe what I say? Amen. And again, this is John chapter five. That was verse 31 through verse 47. All right. So 
let's just start right here at verse 31. Amen. Uh, Jesus says something very important that we need to take a look at and we should take heed to as believers. Uh, verse one, uh, verse 31 declares, it says, if I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony would not be valid. All right, we got to understand this right here. We got to understand what Jesus means by this, because Jesus is saying his testimony himself isn't valid um, if he testifies on his own behalf. So what, what does Jesus really mean when he says this? What is Jesus talking about? All right. Now, to really understand what Jesus is saying here, we have to understand the conditions of a testimony. Or right, we have to understand the nature of a testimony. In order for a testimony to be validated, it must come from outside of the claim source. For example, you may notice how on TV and on commercials and like on advertisement and things like this, there is always some type of person of notoriety to affirm the product or to affirm the service. All right. A uh, perfect example. I know it's the NBA finals and everything. Uh, think about Chris Paul endorsing State Forum. Or think about Shaquille O'Neal endorsing Papa John pieces on the commercials. Or other famous athletes with different, you know, headphone deals and things like this on commercials endorsing the headphones. All right, and this is something that we see all the time. This isn't something that, that is new to us. This is something that we see all the time. And understand that rarely do you ever see the CEO of a company or the, 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 one of the board members of the company representing the company on their own behalf. Amen? And, and to further advance this point, I'll give you an example that I'm sure that many of us can relate to. Now, if you ever go Amazon shopping or go to some type of new restaurant, the first thing that we typically do as people, right? The first thing that we typically do is check the reviews. I know me and my family, we love to go to different restaurants in Atlanta and different things like this. And before we try a new place, the first thing that we, that we always like to try to do, we go on the internet and we check the reviews of the place. Whenever I'm on Amazon shopping for a product or something that I need, before I actually press buy on that product, and I'm sure before you actually press buy on the product, you go to the reviews. Amen. See, the, the thing is, every restaurant is going to claim that they're the best. Every product is going to claim that they're the best. But more often than not, our determination isn't based on a claim of what they say, but it's decided based on what the review says. Amen. So let's go back to verse 31 here. When Jesus says, he says, if I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony would not be valid. All right. Just like we talked about. Um, but someone else or a review is also testifying about me. And I assure you that everything he says about me is true. In fact, you sent investigators to listen to John the Baptist and his testimony about me was true. Of course, I have no need of human witnesses, but I say these things so that you may be saved. Amen. So here we can see that John, his testimony, uh, his witness, that review, if I may was validation to who Jesus was. All right, now it isn't that Jesus needs us. It isn't that Jesus needs our testimony to validate himself to himself. That's not what it's for because Jesus is self-sufficient. The Lord, the God is self-sufficient within himself. But Jesus says it like this in verse 34. He says, of course, I have no need of him witnesses. I don't need, I don't need it for me. But he says this, but I say these things so that you might be saved. All right, so the review, think about it naturally now. When you think about a review on a restaurant or when you think about the re a review on a product, the company itself doesn't need to look at the review to affirm that they are what they are. But the company needs the review to affirm to other people that they are what they are. Amen? 
A product isn't dependent on its views in order to be affirmed, but the review is essential for those who have not yet been introduced to that product. All right, and in the same manner, Jesus doesn't need us to testify about him to affirm that he is who he says he is, but rather it is for those who do not know him. Amen. And, and, and this is what John the Baptist did. This is what John the Baptist did. And understand that though he was God, though Jesus was God, and though he shows us through his word that he is God, that he is the source of life, that he is the source of all things, though he shows us these things, understand that it was John the Baptist who initially affirmed the truth about Jesus to the Jews in the New Testament. All right. Understand that John was a well-known preacher in these days. John was well-known. His name was well-known. All right. Understand that his message of baptism was new yet intriguing. It was different, but yet it was accepted. All right. And John was even prophesied in the scripture before the coming of Christ Jesus. Amen. And Jesus goes as far as to say, he says, John was like a burning and a shining lamp. All right. But John simply looked at himself as a witness. John simply looked at himself as a testimony uh, of, of Christ. Amen. Look at what John says about Jesus. This is, in essence, John's review. All right. Just like a product on Amazon, the review affirms to those coming to the product that it is a real thing. Let's look at what John says in, um, in Mark chapter one, verse seven. And it reads as follow. John announced someone is coming soon who is greater than I am. So much greater than I rather so much greater that I'm not even worthy to stoop down like a slave and untie the straps of his sandals. Amen. And, and understand that this is the mentality right here that John kept throughout his ministry. This is the mindset that John kept throughout his ministries. Later on, we can see that John, uh, one of John's disciples, one of those being Andrew, uh, Simon Peter's brother, um, he, he heard John say one day, he said, John said, look, there's a lamb of God. He saw Jesus walking and he declared, look, there goes a lamb of God. And, and, and because John had declared this, because John had testified this, some of John's disciples, including Andrew, who was Simon's, uh, Simon Peter's brother, followed Jesus. Amen. John is just a middleman. And later on, it even goes as far as to say, you know, some of John's disciples, they felt some type of way because they saw Jesus. People were going to Jesus. You know, John's ministry was was uh, uh, was was signified by, by the baptism or the baptism of water. And the, uh, uh, some of his disciples began to see Jesus and, and um, the people who were following him and going to him and more attention was being given to Jesus. And some of John's disciples felt some type of way. They said, hey, the one that you were testifying about, uh, he, he's taking over. Our, he, 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 people are looking at him instead of us. People are going to him instead of us. And John says, I love the way that John says this. Um, he says, he says, I told y'all plainly. He said, I, I know I told y'all plainly. He says, um, I'm not a Messiah. I'm not the product. I have not. I, I'm not the Messiah. I'm not the product. He says, I have to decrease that he may increase. That's John 3, verse 27 to 30. All right. So John understood his place as a witness. John understood his place as a middle man. Now, again, remember that John was very well known. All right. The Bible even declares that John was the, the, the coming Elijah. Jesus declares this. So John's message was very well known. John had popularity, though he was not seeking fame or popularity. John was very well known. But John had the mentality of a witness. John had the mentality of glorifying Jesus. And think about it nationally. When you go on Amazon or when you go on a, a, a restaurant website or something like that, the review is pointed to the product. 
Who do you know that writes a review? Now think about this now. If you ever go on Amazon, have you ever seen a review where somebody's talking about a product, but instead of talking about the product, they're just talking about themselves? Yeah, man, I tried this product out, but I'm just gonna talk about myself for the next you know, few paragraphs. No, that's foolish. A review points to the product. John the Baptist pointed to Jesus. He's just the middle man. Amen? So again, a review isn't the product, but it can attest to its validity. All right, so John isn't the Messiah, but he recognized himself as a builder man to get many to the Messiah, just like a review. All right, just like a Google review or just like uh, 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 anything like this is needed. The review is needed for those who do not understand a product, for those who have not yet tried a product out, for those who have not yet experienced a product. A review is needed. A review is a necessity for those people. It's not a necessity for the company, but it's most definitely a necessity for those trying to uh, 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 experience this product or to experience this service. Amen. It may not be the answer, but it's a key component to getting there. Amen. And we as believers should begin to have this mindset if we haven't already developed this but we as believers should begin to develop this mindset how John did especially now with so much false truth and deception being taught in the world we have to begin to develop this mindset as John the Baptist did to point Jesus to point people to Jesus or it's, it's never about us it has never been about us it will never be about us it has always been about Jesus if you have a ministry, your ministry should always be about Jesus. If you have a business, your business should always be about Jesus. If you're at work and whatever you're doing at work, it should always be about Jesus. Your life should glorify the Father. Your life should glorify Jesus. It's not about us. Amen. And we again, we as believers should begin to develop this mindset. Amen. Jesus is calling for us to be his witnesses. Not for his sake, because he knows who he is. Jesus, Jesus knew who he was, but it's for those who are around us. It's for those who are around us. And understand something. You may very well be the only chance that somebody has to come to Christ. So I pose a question to you. Are you a witness for Jesus? Are you willing to be a witness for Jesus? Are you willing to give, give your review about him to your peers, to your family, to your friends, to your coworkers? I love how Paul says in Romans 10, 13, 16, he declares for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. That's a beautiful, beautiful message. But he continues. He says, but how can they call on him unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? This is why the scripture says, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring forth good news. All right. So, again, the question is, are you a messenger for Christ? Are you like John the Baptist pointing people to Jesus? John was so enwrapped in this mindset that his own disciples, he told his own disciples, no, don't go follow him. Go follow him. Just I must decrease so that he may increase. I'm not the one you should be looking at. I'm not even worthy to, to untie the straps, the, the, the straps of his sandals. I'm not the one. John was very well known, but he said, I'm not the one. He said, I'm not the Messiah. He's pointing to Jesus. And don't think yourself unqualified as a believer to do this. Because if you're a believer, you do have a testimony. You are a qualified witness for Jesus because he saved you. 
Because you have been saved by the grace and by the blood of Jesus, you are a qualified witness. Amen. It still remains, though. Are you willing to give them a review? Are you willing to give your testimony? Just like on Amazon, I know many people don't do it, and I, and I definitely do it a lot more. Um, but, but when's the last time you left a review on a good product? When's the last time you went to a restaurant and got great customer service, great, everything was expected and beyond, and you left a good review? See, we're so quick to leave reviews on bad stuff. We're so quick to put a bad review on something, but when's the last time you gave a good review? We're so quick to talk about the bad things in our life, give, give a review of the problems in our life. We're so quick to talk about the bad things in our life. We're so quick to talk about the situations that are not pleasing to us in our life. But when Jesus is moving mightily in our lives, when Jesus is growing us and maturing us, the good things that Jesus do in our life, he has saved you. But have you given your review? Have you talked about Jesus? Are you willing to be a witness to Jesus so that others may be saved? And this is what John the Baptist does. This is what John the Baptist did. And this is what we as believers should do. Amen. And Jesus continues in verse 35. He says, John was like a burning and shining lamp. You were excited for a while about his message, but I have a greater witness than John. My teachings and my miracles. The father gave me these works to accomplish and they prove that he sent me. And the father who sent me has testified about me himself. You have never heard his voice or seen his face. Rather, you have never heard his voice or seen him face to face. But you do not have his message in your hearts because. Amen. And I want to stop right there for a second. And I want to say this. Understand that truth doesn't exist outside of Jesus. All right. The Pharisees thought that they had truth because they had the law. The law was given to the Jews. Therefore, the Pharisees thought that they held truth. But without Jesus, you just have knowledge. Be that the law or be scripture or be a theological degree, whatever credential that may be. like this. If you're seeking truth and it brings you anywhere but to Jesus, you're following a lie. You're following deception. All right. And there are many who have claimed that they have truth. There are so many religions, so many ideologies, so many things where people claim this is the truth. No, this is the truth. Everybody wants to claim truth. But the word of the Lord says, if it doesn't bring you to Jesus, you, you search the scriptures, but they don't lead you to me. The scriptures point to me. If what you're following is important to Jesus, it's not truth. It's a lie and it's a deception from the enemy straight from the pits of hell. Amen. Even tainted truth is deception. There's so many practices nowadays. People talk about spirituality and, and um, even the new age movement and different things like this. They like to mix the word of God. They like to mix these things and, and mix with truth. Allow it truth. It's tainted truth. It, it, it's not right. It's just deception. That's what tainted truth is. It's deception. We can even rem you know, it, it, we can recall back to even in the garden when Jesus was being tempted. Even the devil quoted scripture back to Jesus. Throw yourself down. You know, your angels will, will, will come and save you. Jesus recognized this as tainted truth. He recognized this as deception. Amen. 
Jesus lays it all out for us in his word. All right. And if you are truly receiving this word, the word of God, the right way, it will point you to Jesus. It's not going to point you here or there, but it's going to point you to Jesus. And Paul tells us in uh, 2 Timothy, I love how he says, he says, 2 Timothy 2, 15, it says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. All right. This is truth. The Bible is truth. I want to say it like this. A believer who doesn't read and study God's word is like being a bodybuilder and not going to the gym. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't correlate. It is Jesus who saves us, but it is this word that equips us to live a life on this earth. You need this word to be here on this earth. One of my favorite scriptures is 2 Timothy 3.16, and it says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction of righteousness. So again, that's, that's four things that it's given us what the word is for. It says all scripture is, is, is profitable for doctrine, or to teach you what is, what is right, or it's, it's for reproof, to teach us what is wrong, it's for correction, to teach us how to get right, and it's for instruction of righteousness, to teach us how to stay right. This is what this word is for. This is what the word of God is for. But many believers go throughout this life not even touching the Bible, not even touching the word. We give our time to everything else, but we can't make time for the word. No matter how tired you are, you're going to find a way to eat. Naturally, no matter how tired you are, no matter how busy your life is, crazy days, long days at work, whatever the case may be, you're going to find time to, find, to eat some food. Now, sometimes you may not be able to really just sit down and eat as much food or a good meal as you may want to sometimes, but there is times where you have just time to just sit down and just enjoy a meal. This is how we should, this is how we should be the word of God. This is life. This isn't just a book. This is life. This is life. This is our manna. This is our spiritual manna. This will grow you. This will equip you. This is your weapon. This is your sword. Amen. But you must open it up. You must study it. You must you must read it. You must you must indulge in it. You must eat of it. Amen. It is a essential and it is a need for the life that we live on this earth. Amen. So even wherever you may be, just uh, begin to get into the word, begin to read your word. You know, start somewhere. You know, you ain't got to spend two or three, four hours in the word to start off with, but start somewhere. You know, I, I think about, you know, how, you know, like in other countries, uh, how people who have been malnourished for so long and uh, when they when they eat food for the first time, they can't just eat everything, but they got to start with the small stuff. You got to start with the small stuff and they grow and they get bigger and they get stronger and they begin to regain the strength. Believe it or not, there are so many believers who are malnourished because they don't read the word. As a believer, if you don't read this word, you will become spiritually malnourished. You must read this word. You must grow. This is your food. This is your spiritual food. Amen. Again, it is needed. It's an essential part for your life here on this earth. Amen. So just give some time to the word. Give five minutes a day. Start somewhere, but grow. Don't stay where you are, but grow wherever you can start it and, and be realistic. Be realistic. If you know you ain't read your Bible in two years, don't try to sit, sit here and, and, and uh, try to uh, make up for time and spend two hours because you feel, you know, condemned. No, don't do that. Just start somewhere. The Lord appreciates five valuable moments with your word. 
If you actually spend five valuable moments trying to seek him, the Lord appreciates that and the Lord sees it. He will honor that. He'll honor it and he'll grace you to do more and more and more over time. I'm telling you the truth. This is truth. Amen. And I'm going to go ahead and conclude here in chapter five. And um, uh, we'll go ahead and read from verse 40 to 47. And it reads as follows. Uh, verse 40 says, yet you refuse to come to me to receive this life. Your approval means nothing to me because I know you don't have God's love within you. For I have come to you in my father's name and you have rejected me. Yet if others come to you in their own name, you gladly welcome them. No wonder you can't believe for you gladly honor each other, but you don't care about the honor that comes from the one alone who is God. Yet it isn't I who will accuse you before the father. Moses will accuse you. Yes, Moses, in whom you put your hopes. If you believe what Mo rather, if you believe Moses, you will believe me because he wrote about me. But since you don't believe what he wrote, how will you believe what I say? Amen. So ultimately, the, the bottom line, the, 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 the thing is, it's going to point you back to Jesus. As a believer, everything you do should be to honor Jesus, to glorify Jesus. Amen. When you read your word, you should be focusing on Jesus. As you live your life as a believer, you should be living it for Jesus. Amen. And understand that relationship is cultivated. A relationship isn't something that just happened instantaneously. Even as a believer, though we are saved, though we are righteous in the, God, in, in, in the sight of God, relationships still must be cultivated. And I'm telling you to cultivate a relationship with the Lord is, is with this word. Amen. Start here. Start here. And I promise you, he'll begin to open up things. He'll begin to bring you to places that you have never dreamed of being at. I'm telling you the truth. Amen. So again, this concludes us here with John chapter five. Amen. Uh, we're going to stop here for today and we're going to resume back at John chapter six. Amen. And I'm so, so I'm so excited that you have decided to join with, in with me today. Um, this word has truly blessed me. It has truly uh, brought understanding to my life. And I pray that it has truly brought understanding to yours as well. Amen. So again, we're going to resume at chapter six next time. And I'm so glad, I'm excited that you decided to join in with me today. And again, I encourage you, as I always do, don't just spend time with me in the word. This word isn't just for me to give to you, but this word is given from God to you to receive yourself. The Bible says, study to show thyself approved. Amen. It's good to be in study groups. It's good to be in Bible groups. But when was the last time you sat there with the Holy Spirit and told the Lord, Lord, help me, help me to read your word, help me to understand. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. If this word is confusing to you, just ask the Lord, Lord, help me to understand. And if you don't understand, still read it. Still read it because I promise you understanding will follow. Understanding will come. Amen. So I just want to pray with you before we head out for today. Uh, so wherever you may be, just bow your head. Uh, unless you're driving, of course, keep your eyes on the road. But I want to pray. I want to pray you out today. And I pray that the Lord will, will touch you and just, and just grow you and mature you and develop you and show you more of himself. Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, so oh God, we come before you, Lord God, Jesus, in humility, Lord God, Jesus. Lord God, we come before you, Lord God, seeking your face today, Lord God. We come before you, Lord God, seeking your face, Lord God. Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, that you continue to grow us and continue to mature us, Lord God, Jesus, into that in which, which you have called us to be, Lord. Lord God, we yield ourselves to you, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. And Lord God, we receive even your grace right now, Lord God, to be more of what you have called for us to be, Lord God. Lord God, we don't do it in turmoil, Lord God. We don't do it in our own 
strength, Lord God, but is it because of you? It is because of your life and giving spirit that gives us the ability to do so, Lord God. Lord God, I ask, Lord God, that every person under the sound of my voice, Lord God, that you begin to, Father God, abound in even more grace, Lord God, Jesus, to be able to get into your word, Lord God, to be able to cultivate their relationship, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Lord God, may you speak to your people, Lord God, for you say, Lord God, your sheep hear my voice and the stranger they know not, Lord. So, Lord God, even now, Lord God, begin to speak to your people, Lord God. May they hear your voice with a cheap sensitivity, Lord God. Lord God, may you give them a stronger desire to want to pray more, Lord God. May you give them a stronger desire to want to get into your world, Lord God. And may you give them the desire to want to be a witness for you, Lord God. Lord God, you have saved us, Lord God, Jesus. And we all have a testimony, Lord God, Jesus. And Lord God, we just thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for saving us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying on the cross, Lord God. And we ask that you give us the strength to share our testimony, to write that review, Lord God, Jesus, because someone may need that review to come to you, Lord God. So give us the strength, Lord God, Jesus, to do so, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, and we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor, and we magnify your name on this day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen and amen. Okay, so that's all that I have for you all today. I have truly enjoyed this time and I pray that I will see you all next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.